everyone. Welcome back again to the Iconist Podcast. We always appreciate you tuning in. Mm. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Barry 3D Carter. Deep, dark, delicious. You know how we do. And if you want to catch all the links and everything I do, be it online or live, never miss out. And just simply go to Barry3D.com. The link is down below. You can't miss it. Thank you very much. Here we go. Now, like usual, I'm always here with my man, my best friend, my cousin, myth, legend, visionary, master of sounds. If he was a if he was a a transformer, he'd be the two techniques <laughs> and a subwoofer. Who am I talking about? My cousin, the one and only. Rod C. DJ Rossi is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Iconist, because the icon is... Uh, we won't get... To, uh, I nearly let it out. You nearly oh. let it out. You nearly let it out, because you nearly... Okay, that's cool. We're going to get ready, because we're excited about this one. So right Ooh. away, we're going to get down. First of all, thank you to Check Swing Comics uh, mm-hmm. with our boy Trevor. Thank you to WoW Comics with our boy Wes. I got to shout out the men I work with, which is a touch of great comedy, which is myself, Barry 3D, along with Dave Sokolowski and Zolf Ali. And we are live going around doing a lot of shows. So we haven't done much online yet. We are coming back. The show is not done. Not done yet. And the one who makes us all look so pretty. If you need any work done, like what we got mm-hmm. here similar, uh, or, or, or something live, or whatever you got going on, if you got your own business, and you need some kind of graphics for the exterior, interior, reach out to our boy. Mention you heard about him on the Iconist uh, uh, podcast, and he'll give you a discount. And this is worldwide. Mm. Right on. Rod, who am I talking about? We'll be talking about the one, the only, the man, the legend, the man they call him, Jay Bird Digital Art. Jay Bird Digital Art. You tell him that you heard about him on the Iconist podcast. He will definitely hook you up. And also, uh, this is another quick ad we're just going to add on right now. If you want to start your own podcast, you want to get into something like what we're doing or anything else, because there's no subject that's taboo when you're doing a podcast. It's just you, microphone, mm-hmm. and the audience. Do it with by yourself or, or with a group, however you want to do it. You can use Podbean. We use our Podbean. This is how we do our podcast. Our podcast is hosted through Podbean. So if you go to iconist.pod, sorry, podbean.com, um, we'll have a link up there how to do that. So we're, we're part of that, and we're going to push that as much as possible. And yeah. that there puts it out to all the other streaming services so we put it on podbeam and boom spotify boom itunes boom uh iheart and and boom good pods and boom it it just goes all over one episode gets linked up it's really easy to use check it out podbeam this is the iconist podcast we're on there that's where the root of this uh episode is at and regardless of where you're streaming it at thank you very much and if you're able to help the channel grow please go and see our patreon page or a coffee page you know uh, a tip whatever you can help the channel grow we'll give you a shout out for sure thank you very much mm-hmm. i think we got it covered so. now rod hey. you're letting them know Ladies who and the icon is on iconist today the icon for today's episode will be O-Mac. O-Mac. O-Mac, not like O-McDonald. No, no disrespect. Put some respect on his name. O-Mac yes. is here, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Who's, it is not Return of the Mac, which I, but you know, but can return of O-Mac. 
Return, Return of Malcolm. Oh, Mac. Mac. No, that, that, that's even rhyme. I, I, okay, I was off on that one. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Return yeah, we'll of Mac. Oh, oh, Return of Mac. Return of Mac. Oh, Return of Mac. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Uh, right on. So days. thank you, everyone, that's been rocking with us. We are closer to episode 100, and we are very mm. excited to kind of get that down. We don't even know what we're doing for it yet, but we're going to do something. And as I said, the icon on Iconis today is OMAC. And we're going back to the original OMAC. I know there's been many different versions over time, yep. but mm-hmm. we're going back to the one done by the one and only King Kirby. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now. Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. What, who is OMAC? So first of all, OMAC is an acronym, and it mm-hmm. stands for One Man Army Corps. Yes, that's right. So by DC Comics, One Man Army Corps. So what happened is Jack Kirby at the time has worked with every pretty much comic book company or has influenced every art- artist out there, writer out there to a certain degree. No artist will say they're not influenced or didn't get drawn into his work as he was just everywhere. He was working at Marvel. He went over and started, you know, things didn't work out a certain way that he liked. He bounced over to DC. And while working at DC, he was getting near the end of his contract. So at this point, the new gods, he created the new gods. And it was coming near the end of that contract. He still had a couple more things to do. They were kind of started kind of canceling his books at DC. So he's getting ready to kind of do the jump back to Marvel. And they go, well, you got to fulfill your contract. You got a couple more issues of something you got to give us, pages, something. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all right. There was an idea that he was playing around with while he was at Marvel about putting Captain America in the future. Back to the future. Come on, Marty. Back to the future. Back to the future, Marty. Exactly. And Marvel's like, eh, well, we already brought him from the past to the present. Now you want to put him in the future. And he's like, yes. And they went, no. And he went, oh. And then he went to DC. And he's like, I have an idea. (laughs) (laughs) So OMAC really is influenced by Captain America because that was the tale. It's Captain America in the future. It's a super soldier in the future, according to Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. And what that future could be. And, you know, the issue, the, the story, uh, it came out in like November of 1975, issue number one of OMAC by DC Comics. It only ran for eight issues. So, you know, but the imagery for some of it was really cool for some of the things he's done. And it might not have been one of the strongest stories he wrote, but the imagination was there. And that's right. what I liked about it. Issue number one, you got, you know, the cover of OMAC, your hero, and he's throwing a box, and it has what seems to be a woman in the box. But what I say in the box, all you see is her legs, and then you see her head, and you see the arms on the side. It's very weirdly drawn, and then you find out later on in the book that she's a android. She's a robot that you put together, you know, so it's literally woman in a box. Now, keep in mind, Jack Kirby came up with this whole concept back in 1974. Issue came out in 1975, and here we are in 2023. If you read it, it might not be the strongest written storyline, but you're looking at it going, huh, you're trying to tell me there was fembots? Okay. Okay. Um, You know, and he's working, and we'll get into it. So that's Omec. So Omec starts off as a guy named Buddy Blank. Pretty much it's supposed to be a generic nobody. That's Steve Rogers 
but buddy blank. And I've read the series uh, a couple of times. I like the art. I like Jack Kirby, obviously. And when I'm reading that, and I go, Buddy Blank, that's a weird name. Then it got me thinking, which is dangerous. (laughs) Excuse me. And it got me thinking. And I'm like, if I had to make a hero, an agent, something like that, would I always get them to use their real name? I want that deep in the archives. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I saw DC touch on this with another character called Rip Hunter, who was a time, you know, he's a time master, he's a time traveler, Rip Hunter. And if you read his eight issue miniseries that they came out with in the in the nineties, uh Time Masters, they go, Oh, Rip Hunter, you know, ah. And we never we don't know anything about you. I mean, you know he's Rip Hunter, he's got a team, he's comes up with time travel. But the concept of Rip Hunter. He comes up with one issue and he goes, Rip Hunter is not my real name. And, and everyone stops like, what do you mean? He goes, I'm not telling you people my real name. If you all knew my real name, you could pull the Sarah Connor on me. You all can go back in the time and get me before when I was a baby as an infant and snuff me out. And then all the villains I fight through time would have no one to stop them because you would have got rid of me before I was even born. You could have got rid of my parents, whatever. So the name I'm giving you is Rip Hunter. Take good it or luck. leave it. I'll leave it at that. Good, good good luck trying to find me in the yearbook because no Rip Hunter exists. And if you find a Rip Hunter, it ain't me. Mm. And that's what got me thinking. It's like, buddy blank. You know, hey, Mr. Blank, I don't believe, you know, a lot of things you take as face value, like Bruce Wayne. Okay, we know Bruce Wayne is his name, right? Clark Kent is the name he's given. Buddy Blank, I don't think that could be a given name. I think, you know, in retelling the story, someone just says, hey, going forward, your name is Buddy Blank. Okay. That's the name you'll be given? That's that's it, Witness Protection Program. So what it is, you have Buddy Blank. He works at a factory. He seems to be a nobody. It's like when you read those old school comic books from that time and period where you have the guy at the beach and he's pushing around the, you know, the skinnier guy. And then the skinnier guy goes, hey, you should work out. He's like, yeah, I'm going to work out. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, my gosh, you're so buff. It's like, yeah, kick sand in my face now. Uh, Buddy Blank is a before guy. <laughs> right. Right. And he's working at a factory and everyone kind of pushes him around. And when he's working there, he wants to talk to this one girl named Lila because she would understand him. You know, and he talked to Lila and he figures he can open up the Lila. He's like, Lila, you're so nice. You're so cool. It's great. That at least I have someone here that's not pushing me around or, or talking down to me that I can open up and talk to about my feelings. And when Buddy Blank walks away, you see the guy saying, okay, next. And they grab Lila and you're like, oh my gosh, she's getting kidnapped. And then you see they pull her apart because she's a robot. <laughs> she's so well put together that not even Buddy Blank realizes that she's a robot. He thinks he's a real, it's, she's a real girl. Right. So bottom line is Buddy Blank had an an operation done. He was, you know, given certain elements of whatever case to be. And then they walked away. They made him like a sleeper agent. He would not be woken up until a certain time. Prior to that, what they did, so let's backtrack a little bit. What they did is a group of scientists who work for the GPA, which is a global global peace agency. Uh, were scientists, and they worked one particular scientist, and they said, we need to make some kind of guy to work for us to help stop these corporations that are running wild here in the future or what's happening in the world and try to protect people, right? And they said, all right, we're going to make this satellite. We're going to make this one-man army corps. He's going to be our, our, our ultimate agent. And this satellite was made, sent into orbit, and it stayed there. And then when the agent is needed, 
the satellite would always keep an eye on that one particular agent who is now Buddy Blank. But yeah. Buddy Blank doesn't know he's been changed into Omac. He doesn't know he's got the elements of Omac in him. He was changed, and it's like he just woke up, and it's like, what's your name? Buddy Blank. Uh, okay, cool. And when things start going a certain way, and it's like, we need him, the satellite Brother Eye, and that's what the satellite's called, Brother Eye. So it goes back to Big Brother's always watching. Right? I always feel like somebody's watching me. Brother Eye, Brother Eye, Brother Eye. <laughs> right? Zaps him with some rays, mm-hmm. and the rays give him power. They make him physically bigger, stronger. They can, you know, depending, and they deal with his density. So they can make him really dense to increase his strength. They can make him less dense to allow him super speed and, and flight. Like so brother and brother I also gives him information on situations and he hears brother I in his head because he's got like the little chips in his head unbeknownst to everybody else so buddy blank normal looking guy but when he changes to Omac gets more buff he gets a mighty mohawk and at right. one point you're like is it a mohawk or a helmet and he looks they make things like he looks like Ares with this god of war with his mohawk kind of thing and he gets a different costume. His, you know, his clothes change to a, a blue costume with yellow gloves and yellow boots and orange kind of pants. You know, and he's got an eye symbol on his chest. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So this this is what's caused Buddy Blank, and he's got to work with the Global Peace Agency in the future to keep the peace, because these these corporations can do whatever they want. So in his first mission, he gets into a factory that's making these fembots. He goes to destroy it. And now what's cool about Jack Kirby is Brother Eye pumps Omac with so much energy that the energy just starts radiating off his body and it's triggering explosions within the factory. And when everyone's running out of the factory, you know, Omac's just walking. Walking through. Walking through. Explosion. 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 Did I that? Yes, I did. Thanks. Right. So this is what I'm talking about, that back in 1975, here we have building blowing up behind you and the main <laughs> heroes just walking away. They, they walk away from the explosion. That's that slow mo type of effect that, you know. Yes, Come on, Jack Kirby. Me. Come on, man. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. yeah, that was me. Ahead of his time. Come on. Now, that's all effect that you see in movie theater, you know, when you go and watch a movie. TV shows where things are blowing up and you see the, the hero just slowly walking away when everything's exploding. Jack Kirby portrayed that on paper in 1975. Now you know why we call him the king. <laughs> Completely. Is it? There's so much, so much stuff to pull away from. Oh, my man froze. Rod, Rod will be back in a second. I know he's got a good point going on. And we gonna make sure that, that. I mean, even regarding okay. to the, hold, the hold, hold on, cousin. Hold on, cousin. Oh, you just oh, came back. You froze for for a second. The last I heard was there's so much good stuff, and you froze. <laughs> froze. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Let's try this again. So a lot of good stuff I I pulled off from that was when you when you when you when you were explaining it and, and then you can see it, the invisible beams and stuff like that being DC and everything along that line. It gave me the feeling. Well, Jack Kirby for one, you can see. Okay, how do I want to? How do I want to play this and say this? I had an imagery of Thor back, like um, Blake. So yes. basically, getting hit with, you know, getting hit with the lightning in that sense that um, from Asgard. But then I said, you know, we're on DC. 
So let's go with zeta beams, the invisible beams. So now I started to think invisible beams, like zeta beams, basically like Adam Strange. So I'm like, okay, okay, I like that. I like, I like this. I like not saying the similarities, but you can see where you can say, you know what? I can pull a little stuff from here, pull from there. Um, it's 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 a nice as nice thing. And the brother I watching over, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I like, I like, I like. You know, you guys, you know me. I'm the subtle guy. I'm just like, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. He can but fly. That's the beauty okay, of it. okay, yeah. There was a lot of subtleties in that, you know. So one, slow motion walking away. To mm-hmm. um, the comparison to Captain America and the influence of Captain America of what he wanted to do with that. Yeah. Three, the GPA, right? So the Global Peace Agency, the, they only made their very first appearance in OMAC number one, and they have been around a while, and they kind of crisscross into different books. But their importance is their look. That's they awesome. walk around with masks all the time that show no facial features. Back in 1975. Taking the words of a of a a faceless entity, literally to heart. I found that I found that so literally so funny. We're a faceless, you know, we're a faceless organization. You don't know who we are. So every time you see the face, it's one of those type of like. Uh, exactly, you don't know who they are behind there, uh, and and what what um, um you, you know blue mask type of scenario, not at all. Yeah, you don't know like, who's behind there or whatever. We're having a little bit of technical issues, but it's okay. Yeah, it keep is going, what keep it going. is. We keep on going. So, but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So, their faceless organization, I agree, I agree with you on that. And what I liked and I thought was really interesting is I watched the Watchmen series on HBO. Got it. Right? When you watch the Watchmen series on HBO, the police officers who were selected, what did they do? Cover their faces. All the police officers in that series have their faces covered so you don't know who they are. So when they go home, they can take off the mask and live a normal life and not being harassed. Right. So that was what, you know, that series came out just a couple of years back. And here we are with OMAC doing the same thing in 1975. Three things that Kirby's given us. Four, he's given us fembots. (laughs) So hilarious. Yeah, but it's honestly. true. Now, if you look at today's society, mm-hmm. and he's talking about corporations and how they run amok. Right. In issue two of OMAC, he goes to a town. He's going to a city, and they stop him outside the city. So, hey, sir, you can't go in there. And he's like, why not? He goes, well, this corporation has rented this city for a night. Hear what I'm saying. A corporation has rented a city for a night. Meaning they have full control of that whole city. So no matter where you live, I don't care if it's Washington, D.C. I don't care if it's the city of Toronto, the city of Montreal. You know what I mean? He rented, they rent, a corporation rented a city for a night. Can you picture Elon Musk coming up and saying, hey, Detroit, tonight I'm renting your city and I can do whatever I want in your city because I've rented it for a night because Mm -hmm. you all need the money and I have that much. And he's got to get in there to stop the corruption that's going on because even though they've rented the city, he knows there's a back-end deal with this guy, either Mr. Big. And Mr. Mm-hmm. Big is the, one of the criminal guys in there that they're trying to bring down. So OMAC, even though he's a one-man Army Corps, he's Army. So he, you know that knowledge that's resting with Brother I is military Army that, uh, um, knowledge that he gives to Billy Blank. I believe that Billy Blank is an assumed name. We don't know who Billy Blank is. Billy Blank is supposed to be a nobody. 
But right. I think it's even deeper than that. And that's, that's where I would go in uh, with that whole aspect of maybe his name was, I don't know, uh, could have been Bob Smith, for example, or, uh, I don't know, Jason Statham. But well, then they got Jason Statham and they said, Hey, look, you know what? We're going to, you know, weapon X you, so to speak, put you through this program. Then mind wipe you to forget that we put you through this program and we're going to give you a new identity. Your name is Buddy Blank because you're not going to be memorable. Memorable. No one's going to remember you. No one's going to think about you. You don't have a name that's going to stand out. You're going to be under the radar. You're not going to, you, you know, some people walk into a room and you can sense their presence. When you walk into a room, people forget you are even there. Exactly. You, you basically have the power of a hobbit. That's why he's there. I don't even know you're here. Disappear into the shadows. Do what you got to do. It's hilarious. I mean, even in the sense of blank to me, I mean, mm. Jack is coming out with some, some good aspect of it, making like a, a no name brand like blank, AKA what's a normal default word, you know, domain or end name you normally use is surname Smith. That's it. Just, just disappear. Like everybody's a Smith. You know, right. You can write yeah. blank. That's no problem. So it's very, it's very nice. And it's, it's just very break. It's breaking down in that particular concept. Uh, also what was hitting me before in regards of the ultra, the ultra beam or the invisible beings, basically, you started thinking about like an, an early edition of, um, like cyborg in that sense. He has all the information being downloaded to him. You know, it's similarity. I'm just basically everyone. I'm just trying to, Give yeah. you a, a visual picture of, of, of characters or people that you may know right now. So when we start talking about, you know, the characters that we bring up, you know, just to give you, I guess that's always my spiel. That's my spiel. <laughs> that's what I do. Hey, papi, that's what I do. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't do. fix it. Don't, don't, you know, too much, cost too much, too much paperwork. That's what I'm saying. Hey. If it ain't broke, don't so, fix it. Don't fix it. But yeah, that's how I look. That's how I visualize it with, with, uh, with Buddy. Buddy has that ability that, again, when needed, he turns into Olmec. He needs all this information. Brother I just brings it down, just like Cyborg, just taking him. And he goes off and does what he has to do. Uh, okay, I'll just stay over here. Deuces, I'm out. Olmec! No, no, I won't freeze. Sorry, keep going. No, 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 no need, man. I don't need to apologize. That's, that's how I picture it. So Olmec working with the, with the GPA is trying to figure out and get the world right. It's trying to keep the world balanced. I mean, there's some parts in the world that have been decimated. There's other parts in the world that have been... Um, you know, just corrupted, and they realize that. So they, there's advanced technology. Uh, you know, Jack Kirby's drawing of cities and towns and buildings is is going to be wild. His drawings of machinery is just so out there. It's, mo it's monumental. We, it we stands know. out. It makes his 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 art makes an impact on the whole thing, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And for everything that he has to do, he's pretty much a a cop. And you know, it, 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 and he's in that world now. I know Omac has had many different versions of Omac. I know everyone's going to probably think of more Omac when Batman made that satellite Mark One that became eventually Brother Eye to make Omacs, and then a whole bunch of people were Omacs and they didn't realize it. And that storyline is like, I mean, I'm wearing my Batman shirt, and that storyline was cool, but to me, it didn't capture the true essence of it. And I know there was another one by John Bryan who made a four issue yep. um, maxi series or mini series. Um, prestige format which was well done and explained more of omac buddy blank more after his series so he's more in the future he's a little bit more disgruntled uh you know jaded it was black and white but of course john bryan drawing it you can't go wrong so i'm gonna stick with the original Th this whole concept is cool and i like world building now what i say about this is omac 
was around the same time and in crisscross with uh Commandy, the last boy on earth. Got it. And Commandy doing his thing, Omac doing his their thing, you know, that was a world that was starting to build out of DC in a potential future. I know every time they got something like Kingdom Come and all that, they always say it's a potential future. They never want to lock down which future it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I want it more from this potential future. So is there a lot more going on? Here, here's my whole spiel. One, I want to see more. Obviously, we're talking about this character, and I always liked him, the original. And I want to see more of Omac, the original. Like That storyline ran for eight issues. I, I, you know, I know there's been other ones, but I want to see fill in the blanks. First, we need to have, who is Buddy Blank? We, we know Buddy Blank, but I want to know Buddy Blank pre-Buddy Blank. Because I don't think that he was born and he was born to Mr. and Mrs. Blank. <laughs> I, you know, could have been born to Mr. and Mrs. whatever the last name was, but I don't think it was Mr. and Mrs. Blank. Not was he even born? Was he maybe a generic, uh, you know, uh, artificial, you know, uh, I'm not saying a clone, but, you know, um, you know, like uh, you could just kind of get a couple of chromosomes here and here and put them in a test tube and grow them. This is the future. Mm hmm. And maybe that's why they gave him the name Buddy Blank, and it could have been that way. So I don't know. This is what I really want to know more of. I want to see more of that world. And, you know, you see the corruption in it. You see what happens with the Megalomax. You see what happens with the big companies that, you know, the richer get rich, and they can do whatever they want, and he's trying to rein them in. The the global, the global uh, you know, the GPA, and, and they seem to have some ties in with aliens. And, I mean, I know they kind of redid the, the history, but their true history was they were trying to – you know, Global Peace Agency was trying to really work to do that. There was a couple of agents. Some of them worked hand in hand with uh, uh, OMAC. So for myself, I, you know, um, I, I want to see more about Buddy Blank and really who is he? Who, okay. you know, like who was he before? I mean, Steve Rogers, we know who Steve Rogers was growing up. Steve Rogers growing up wanted to be in the Army. We know Steve Art Rogers growing up was into architecture. And he was an architect and, and liked drawing. So we know that about it. We know about his family. We knew, uh, you know, about his extended family at the time, back then before the super surge, super soldier serum. Mm-hmm. Then he gets it, becomes Captain America. We all follow the adventures after that, but we do get history of knowing who this character is. Buddy Blank is really, I know he left him blank on purpose because as per his name, but I think there's got to be more to him. Because you're not going to say, hey, well, this guy was, um, you know, as I said, John Smith. Oh, well, but, you know, especially with the future, how it is, the easy how they, if they can rent a city, they can finally easy rent somebody or hire somebody, a mercenary, an assassin, okay. go after his family, hold him a hostage and say, you can't do nothing to me. We have your whole, if you can get a city, they can get the whole entire line. Let's say most of your relatives live in one city, rent the city, and then lock them all up. Mm-hmm. You know, we got your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your aunts, your uncles, your dog, your goldfish, your parrot, your your first grade school teacher. We have them. You know, disrespect. You know, we got your doctor, your dentist. <laughs> we got the bully at the playground that used to push you around. We got everybody. What are you going to do? Your first crush. What are you going to do? Right. It's like then you really clip, cripple the hero. So to protect them from all of that, it's like. We're going to wipe your memory. Your name is Buddy Blank. Even if people try to find out who you were before, have they will never have a chance. And your family before 
will be safe. So what takes it that a man, and this is how I'm, I'm building up the world. What takes it that a man would turn around, look at the situation, look at the world and say, yeah, put me in for the experiment, wipe my memory, because then what are you getting out of it? Maybe someone in your family is sick. Maybe your family was poor. Maybe you're doing something to elevate the status of your family in one way or the other. Right. Or maybe you just felt so honor bound for what was happening in the world and you were disgusted and you want to be the change. At the same time, it's almost like joining up for the army. You want to make that change. You want to be on the first line of defense. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we're going to put you not just in the regular army or GPA. We're going to put you in a situation where you're going to be out there for us as our number one agent. But at the same time, we got to make sure there's no retaliation to your family. Here's what we come up with. Do you agree? Yes or no? Correct. And that goes in line almost with the GPA because all of them have masks on their face. So you never know who they are. This is where I was going to come along that point. Cause, Preach. Because <laughs> if, you, if you really step back, let's, let's even go pre-buddy. Yes. This organization have the ability to create a buddy. That means they've been there for a while. They've been an entity you know, a, a large corporate entity for a very long time that have the resources, the funding, the capital, the, 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 the manpower on the mind to the think tank to do something like this. So they basically realizing we need, like they said, we need, we need, we need some way of combating, you know, whatever crime. So I'm going to, I'm just going to make the similarities. You know how that's my spiel. Let's go with a Gotham. The place is, is corrupt like Gotham. We're going to need someone to do that. But we need to basically wipe them completely, um, give them a, a whole new identity. Mm. And just in case for them themselves, maybe they want to get backed out. Maybe they get pushed in a corner and they realize, you know what? This is too much for me and, and back out of the deal or some way. So they know the best way is to find someone who's saying, these are the terms. We're going to go with born identity, you know, Basically, yes. from the beginning, if you remember from the very, very, not, maybe it was maybe the second or third one, when he basically showed his original, Jason Bourne's original, uh, how he started, like, saying, you know, you're doing this for your country. You're going through all this process for the greater good. We're going to have to wipe your memory. We're going to put you through some regular, you know, ordeal just to get you properly and mentally trained to do what you have to do. Are you willing? Yep. Okay. Sign here on the dotted line. Like Barry said, it could be like, you know, in compensation, we're going to make sure your family is well taken care of for the rest of their life. They will never understand why their your bank account is being properly puffed and taken care of. Or, you know, your 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 family is getting good jobs. They just don't even know why. I went for an interview. I don't remember I got an interview. Congratulations. You're not the president of this corporation. Well, great. I just came off the street. Whatever. These are different ways of going around it. But having someone who's coming in Buddy blank, you now are going to be the eyes and the and the hands of you know the long arm of law for us and taking care of whatever type of corruption corruptions are going off across the country at a to the world at a global peace agency. Let that sink in again. GPA global peace agency. That's how big this corporation is. It's the world I like that. I like if that. If it's worldwide, they have the resources to do all this. Again, a faceless, a faceless entity, a faceless amount of people. Again, as we said, you watch when you read the comic and you see these individuals, they have these type of, you know, masks that are faceless. Mm-hmm. So again, they can literally punch out, go through some secret door, come out two blocks away, be like, you know, Bat Cave, Green, the Green Arrow Cave, that kind of, you know, 
no one knows when you go through a secret door, you come out like, oh, put my jacket on. I walk in with a gro- bag of groceries like, hmm, I just cut through the alleyway, you know, after getting a, a quart of milk and a stick of butter. <laughs> I'm good. No one knows that you're a secret agent or you're a faceless entity for a big, for the GPA. So I'm saying all that to say that the whole plan for this individual was definitely thought out um, by the corporation, realizing we need, we need a, now I can't recall mm-hmm. if this was a plan for more Omax later on down the line. I think there was just this one I can't recall. I will be uh, honest, I can't recall. I don't know if you remember, Barry. If anybody does know this, put that in information down below. But yeah. were they planning to make uh, a, sent- a bunch of sentinels in that sense? Of good, that's armed, that, or that's just one question. individual? Because that was it, a good question. They, they only made, for the, the original one, it was only supposed to be one and done. Right. Okay, because again, the one one man army corp, right? Well, you can have one man like a Captain America, but again, mm-hmm. the same thing with the the super uh, super soldier serum. They wanted a guy, one person who have the ability to to have the strength of ten men type of scenario. So imagine yes. have ten men. That's a hundred men right there, strength of a hundred men with only ten men. So you can still have that one man army corp, yep. Captain America type of scenario so it, it could have been like was that their original plan or not i can't recall but if you're saying that's exactly it that's what i had a feeling something i'm like thinking right that was i can't remember more of the, and the thing is see with eight issues you never get into enough of it so i know well, this, originally this is the thing that was the plan i know when they brought it back with the new 52 i think it was uh and then batman turned around and he was using mark one you know the original version of Brother mm-hmm. i to watch the justice league and then it got uh, maxwell lord to control of it you know then it became like a whole world was right but the original one it always seemed to like be one and done just one and done and i don't know why they never did more i, I can't remember if they experimented more before or after it's very vague so I, I we'd have to do more research or if simply knows out there you have to let us know in the comments mm-hmm. that that's really what i think so what you were saying before really br- sparked something in me you, mm-hmm. you mentioned born identity which i think is a perfect comparison to that it, I'm, I'm reading this i'm listening to you you're just more confirming like like that was especially that particular those scenes that showed how he started yes he he made a conscious decision to go into this program for the better good of his country right he's basically being a super soldier beyond the normal aspect you're going to do stuff that normal soldiers won't be able to do you're going to be that that first line of attack so you're basically taking out issues before it gets too big yeah you our are, top you're... guy our top agent our top line of de- exactly and uh, and this is where i was happy and vexed at the same time because yeah. going back to your point i mm-hmm. and I, you know me i love world building right you build a world mm-hmm. add more to it like in the john wick they're building the world okay got it be it if you like it or not at least i see what they're doing so mm-hmm. going back to your point when you mentioned jason Bourne. This is what I liked. They turned around. They tried to do some world building by a TV show called Treadstone. Treadstone was the agency that put together Jason Bourne and all the other agents. And they made a series out of Treadstone. And it was fire explaining everything pre-Jason Bourne, like how Treadstone started, their original name, how he came Treadstone and working up and all the aspects of it. And they were going like, you know, in the past and present time and 
mm-hmm. you know, and they were going up there and it got to a certain point. And it got to the season, you know, finale, and then they didn't renew it for season two. And that's what vexed me. And I was invested in that. Like Treadstone, yeah. even though you know it's going to be anticlimactic because you're not going to get a full ending and you have to kind of assume what happens next. It's still a good, to me, it was a good series. I enjoyed it. Oh, it's cool. definitely the watch. Keeping that in mind, I want, and you know, and here's where we go. We'll, we'll get right into the whole fan casting part of it. Mm-hmm. I want something similar to that. Give, I want an OMAX series with the feel of the Treadstone. Like, get me those writers mm-hmm. because they understand that whole thing. Let's put, give them the chance to go in the future. Let them make it and, and go forward. And I, I've got, I'm open to all different mediums with this one. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking right now out loud. So I, if I had to turn around and say how I want to see it, I would say it would either have to be a movie for me mm-hmm. or it'd be a mix of both uh, of a movie and maybe a limited cartoon series. Because I don't think they would get the the essence of the world done right in a TV show. Yeah, no, no, completely. Right, like I'm just thinking budget, right? So it's either go big or go home. I think, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I, I maybe maybe not. I think I would start off, or you know, or very limited. Yeah, I think this can work in every aspect. I think it can work in a limited TV show, a cartoon, but the cartoon would have to be, you know, it can't be like for kids. It has to yeah. be more aimed for young yeah. adults, adults. Like 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 Spawn type of yeah. scenario, yeah, yeah. A, a, yeah. a high end, you know, high end one kind of scenario, not high end. But a no, very but you know adult, I mean, right? an adult, an adult, themed, uh, yeah, adult gay themed, themed type right. of uh, event. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm with that. Uh, so he, here's my call. I'm going to fan cast. I want to do the fan cast right now. So for myself here, mm-hmm. I would go with an actor that, in my opinion, has the look. It has a dry wit because I think you would need to have a little bit of dry wit or or mm. a little bit of humor because it's a very dark and desolate. So at times you need a little bit of levity. Not not slapstick or something stupid, but a but, little bit of levity. Be it if this and the actor I know, I want to say here, can either be the instigator of the joke, or he could be um, the straight man of the joke. Okay, he can be very reserved, but you know there's a power behind him, or he can be very outgoing in roles I've seen him play before. Okay, so if I wanted to, if I had the the chance to cast him, and then. Also, I like this guy's voice. Okay. So even if they had to do it as an animated, I want it, James Gunn said that he wanted to, you know, with his DC projects going forward in the future, he wants to get the same actors to do, if they do cartoons, they'll be able to take those voice actors to do live action appearances. And I like that because it keeps everything uniform. So that's the right. most we're saying about that point. So I'm going with the actor, John Hamm. Got it. Okay. Yes. So John Hamm okay. was in Suits. Yep. John Hamm was in Tag. Mm-hmm. Right. John Hamm does those commercials on TV. Hey, Brandon. Uh, you know, uh, the Uber Eats commercials or whatever it is, and he or he, he and he's kind of over the top. If you look at how Omac is drawn by Jack Kirby, and you look at John Hamm, he's got the physique. You know, get John Hamm a a couple of fight lessons, so to speak, to do those action sequences. If you remember, John, he was also in the movie Tag. So, which was a very physical movie, even though it was in a fight movie, but he was doing a lot of running, a lot of jumping in that movie tag. John Hamm would be who I want for OMAC. And 
the fact that he could turn around and he's got that voice. He's got a uniqueness to his voice that you can recognize his voice when he's speaking. So if John Hamm was to do, if they did an animated version of OMAC, I would want John Hamm to do it. And any chance they do it live, then bring him in. Bring him in and uh, and let him be OMAC. Let him be, you know, Billy Blank. Um, and I know you'd have to, like, you know, and this is why I'm saying with cartoon, right? I don't think, and, and I'm thinking more, it has to be a movie or a cartoon. And I'll end this point here. I'll let you go, Rod. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, you got Olmec, who's a little bit more buff. Right. But then he gets turned into Billy Blank. Right. So that's very easy to draw in a cartoon, right? Yes. To show the size different. Next-wise, you wouldn't be able to really do it on a TV show, but in a movie, you would have to do that similar scene like how they did with Captain America with Chris Evans, where you saw Chris Evans and, you know, they kind of took his head and put it on yeah, another guy's body and made him very small. And then, you know, when he got the serum, uh, the, the, the serum he got really biff, buff and big, and that was Chris Evans' true body. So right. you would need someone like that because Billy Blank kind of goes up and down throughout the series. Like, it's Billy Blank, it's Omac, it's Omac, it's Billy Blank. So you need an actor there that can do it. So that have that budget-wise, just for that effect, I would definitely say give me a movie or give me a cartoon series. And it's got to be well done. So it's got to be something done like Young Justice or a little bit more serious than that where they might not put it on TV and put it on one of the streaming services. So there we go. But no matter who it is, John Hamm is my man. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. John Hamm does have – he does have the axe chops to to pull that off. Um, I can, I can, I can, I can see what you're going, who and why you're going with him. I can mm-hmm. catch, I can catch that. Now for my person, I wanted to, I wanted to have someone that, okay, I'll, I'll step back. I, I agree with you nearly identical in the sense of, uh, having a, like a mini series, like as a, like if it is a movie, like right. I think I even said on our last one, one time I did say having a movie and then having more of the the, the storyline yes. drawn and pulled out in in a, an anime. Because I agree, for one, if we're if we're doing King uh, King uh, Kirby's uh, style, I hope that they will do like they did with um, Thor: Love and Thunder, when you gave the visuals that you can clearly see. That's a Kirby. That's a Kirby touch. So if we're gonna yeah. do that. Let's give that, let's, you know, give, uh, honor to him and make sure that, especially in the anime aspect of it, let's get the, 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 the visuals, the backgrounds, having that you can still, it may be modern, but you can still see, I can see the outline of why you're trying to do a Jack Kirby. So with that, I wanted to go with someone who has the, for doing a live one, have the mm-hmm. physical that he could, he would, he would need to be buffed up a little bit. Right. Right, but it basically when you see him in plain clothes, you can't tell that he's chiseled underneath. So when he does turn from a buddy to Omac, oh okay, then you know he's buff. You know, you know again, you're in you're in a nice you know tightest shirt, you kind of thing. Cypress and other. So the person I chose to go was Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Dave Franco. So here we go. You know Dave Franco. Let's go. We'll just reverse an order in the sense of a couple of stuff. Um, the last one that he, well, the latest one that he, you would have seen him was on Day Shift. Ah, uh, uh, yes, yes. Because of 
that type of yeah excuse me but this gets back to dave and i'm saying i'm just saying this and as reference now you see yes style and now now you see what we're gonna especially that that's a wordplay i'll get to as well but at least in the sense of the hobbit aspect of it being like why do we have a hobby because no one noticed a hobby i want someone that can just blend into a crowd and and have that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. when he was in day shift in that character he was just the accountant type of guy he literally looked like uh yeah you you're just you're just someone like oh you're an average person definitely by the time he you know he settled down he he was more relaxed with yes yes uh, jamie fox's character but he was the type of person like saying yeah you can blend in anywhere and that was his type of his mo originally Mm -hmm. but he has that type of acting chops he has the physical for working on that show for for working in that movie uh, a lot of action and movement when he was doing uh, Now You See Me, Now You Don't, uh, Six Underground. He was in Neighbors. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there are jump, 20, you know, jump Street, 20, um, 22 Jump Street. But he has, at least I was saying, as of his latest stuff, Day Shift, he has the, the acting chops to, to be able to make those physical type of, you know, action scenes that he can pull it off and go well. So all I just say, he would just need to be buffed out a little bit more so because in my mind i thought of i actually thought of zach from from uh neighbors i thought oh, of zach, zach heffron I, th- I thought of zach heffron for a quick second and right. i'm like yeah, yeah. i'm like mm, yeah. yes you could but i'm like no and then i remember sh- i remember neighbors and then i saw dave and i'm like wait a minute i know you from somewhere else went through and checked like right day shift and that was where i just said okay definitely going to put you on the side list on the short list and was like you know what he, he, he to me he was perfect he was perfect right there Who's so with, so i i would go with i would go with him so now also in the fact that going to anime keep his voice and everything like that because i want also the duality of voice yes so yes he will he will portray being maybe not timid but you know just very relaxed type of you know i'm just there buddy buddy blank whatever the case would be under the radar under the radar, and when he needs to, Omac, yeah, we we will, you know, we don't have to give him a Batman gruff type of voice, but he can basically portray that and give you the the, dual, the duality of the personality, and realizing, yeah, oh, you could just now watch it in an, an anime, I can hear it, yeah, I can hear it, I, I could be in the room, I could be in another room, and I can hear, I don't have to hear the words properly to know what part of the the dialogue if he's buddy or whatever. But I'll hear him like, yeah, you're buddy at this point. Yeah, you're all Mac at this point. I, yeah, I, 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 I see it. Uh, okay. I see it. I can't, I can't. Now, now that you said it mentioned, I, I really like that. So I, you're going, you're going with, uh, Dave Franco. I really like that. And especially if you read, like I said, anyone that's listening to the show, go back, try to find it. If you find the original issues by Jack Kirby, there's a special, an OMAC issue, which has the original, uh, origin mm-hmm. and then an updated origin. And then it has, um, you know, uh, him in the future, like war cry, stuff like that. And so I think those, that one is really important to read. You got to read the Jack Kirby run and then definitely check out the John Bryan run. John Bryan also had a nice take on that to kind of wrap up that character's history, mm-hmm. kind of a Mad Max ish kind of feel that he was getting to the end. But I think those ones were really, if I have to rate it, I would definitely go, you know, obviously Kirby first because he's the one that started it, go over the John. And then there was another one that was done, I think in the new 52 where it was all Mac, but it was done during present time where they gave him like blue skin. 
and they almost made him like a Hulk kind of version where it was his buddy blank was a little guy. And then he would Hulk into change into OMAC. Right. Yeah. And brother, I was still there. So it was still influenced, but it was during present time and not in the future. So those were the ones that really stood up for me. The, the Batman storyline was kind of cool, but I still didn't think that was the OMAC. It, it felt more like the Sentinels running around, chasing down the X-Men more mm-hmm. than one, one man army corps and not, you know, multiple man army corps. It's still a good line, but, and I mean, I'm a Batman fan. I'm clearly wearing the shirt, but that's how I would read that. Those are the ones that stand out for me, uh, for sure. But I like your, your points. You made some really good points there with Dave Franco. I like that. Dave Franco. Okay. So, so we're down to Dave Franco and we're down to John Hamm mm-hmm. for OMAC. All right. That works. That works. It works. And you know what? Even you were saying before about dry humor and having that, that type of subtlety, just like com- comic, he has it. So yeah. That's, that'll be that'll be you know listen everyone you know what again hope you like our choices and if you have anybody that you think is be a good fit as well after sharing who the character is if anybody else sparks your mind please make sure you just drop it in the comments below let us know let us know let us know that is awesome and on that note mm-hmm. thank you everyone for tuning in on the iconist podcast and as i always like to say This whole world was started by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Woo! Now, hold on. Do I get get a 5G or is it a 4G ray to turn into OMAC? I I, I don't know. I I don't know. That's why I was just talking. Do I need a modem or a Wi-Fi? I was able to go, brother, brother, brother! I say brother. My brother's showing up and slapping me off the back of my head. So, uh... I can't call for Brother I because Brother uh, Brian will show up and kind of set me right. That'd be, that'd not be any good, man. That'd be painful. Be like, you know, going Super Saiyan on you. That'd be painful. But you that kakarot. Maybe last one hard choke. All right, we're out. Take care of night, everyone. Later.